0: A lone bird perches in a nearby tree and sings out. The twelve women turn their heads to gaze at him. He is the sole witness to their gathering, to their gifts, to their offerings, to their shared triumphs and pain. It is rare that women can be so free, so open, so vulnerable to those around them. It is a blessing to be seen and understood, accepted as they are, with no judgment. Breathing a deeply contented sigh, the elder stamped her staff three times to frighten the bird away, and turned back to the circle of women. Prostitute, you have known sadness and tragedy perhaps more than most. Would you share a tale of your life, your lessons, things that we should avoid, or things that were worth the cost? Lend us the knowledge that you have gained over the years, and advise us where to place our feet. What paths should we avoid?" I am the prostitute. Whether it is for money, or love, or security that I sell myself, it does not matter. In the end, I am afraid for my survival, and I will do anything to keep this fear at bay. I will sell everything. My dreams, my honor, my self-expression. I will lie to others and myself, manipulating events to get what I want, no matter the cost. My self-respect and integrity are up for grabs if it will buy me what I want. But I do not always need to live in the shadow element of myself. If I can learn to trust, to believe in my capacity to survive, not needing to buy it or fool others, I can accept my strength and find security within. Please, sisters, listen to my story and learn from it. I will share the lesson called FINGERS FOR TURNIP MAN A girl set out on the road to the next town over. With her, she carried a turnip root in the shape of a man, with two stumpy arms, two ruddy legs, and a little straw hat. As she made her way along the path, the girl found that she had not brought enough food for herself and the turnip man. That night, when she hid in the forest near the road and all the food was gone, The girl was afraid that the turnip man would disappear if she did not feed him. Pulling a red ribbon from her hair, the girl tied off one of her fingers, and when it turned white, the blood having drained away, she bit it off and buried it in the soil beneath the trees. Six mushrooms popped up, and the girl gathered them and fed the turnip man and herself. Now the turnip man was just a root, no matter his shape or limbs, and not having a mouth could not eat the mushrooms. So the girl mashed the mushrooms into a paste and smeared it onto his face and tuber body. The next day, the girl continued further and further down the road, hiding in the trees at night or when she saw men up ahead. The mushrooms only lasted until the morning, so again, the girl tied a ribbon around one of her fingers and set to work with her teeth. She felt no pain, but she made sure to place the turned-up man face down so that he could not see. Detaching the finger and burying it, the girl waited for the mushrooms to rise so that she could feed the turnip man. Turning to check on him, she saw that he had somehow become right-side-up, his face to the sky. Later that day, the girl met three women coming down the way. Each had long gray hair and wore a black draping dress. They saw her missing fingers and wrapped her hands in black lace, tying tight knots over her two stumps. They also gave her half their loaf of bread. With this, The girl was able to last two more days before she sacrificed another finger. When the mushrooms appeared, the girl fed Turnip Man first, and then ate only one mushroom herself. She saved the rest for Turnip Man's next meal. The girl grew thinner and thinner, and even though Turnip Man could not actually eat, his roots grew plumper and thicker. The next evening, the girl met an old man with a donkey in carton tow. Normally, the girl would have hid, but limb loss and lack of food had made her weak. When the man spied the girl, he quickened to her side and gave her a handful of dried meat. He offered to give her a ride into town in the morning, as he was headed that way. The girl refused, but did not protest when he set her in the soft straw in the back of his cart to spend the night. However, when she woke in the morning, she found the donkey had eaten the limbs off of the turnip man. The girl grabbed the turnip man and ran away from the man and his donkey. After she had run far enough away to be out of breath, the girl looked down at the turnip man and saw the damage all his plump limbs had been chomped off. Sobbing, she clutched the root in her fingerless palm and waited until evening fell. She had decided she would only travel at night, now that she could not trust strangers on the road. She took the dried meat from her pocket and ate while she walked in the dark. After tripping repeatedly on the edges of the road, the girl moved to the middle of the path and walked with her arms around herself, shivering in the chilly air. She caught a glimpse of the mangled turnip man, and she chewed the meat into a chunky paste and smeared it on him. By now he was covered in dirt, layers of mushroom paste donkey spit, and other microbes. When the girl held him up to her face, he left black smudges on her cheek. When the dried meat was finished, the girl buried another finger and covered the turnip man with the mushroom paste. But since the donkey had eaten all his limbs, there was less to cover. The girl ate more mushrooms herself, drawing strength. At midday, a traveling caravan rode by, calling out to the girl, but she hid behind the forest trees. They did not wait for her, but they tossed a bag of bruised apples for her. The girl's face began to grow a little fuller as she ate her fair share of the food, now that she could feed turnip man less. But once again, when the food ran out, the girl had to sacrifice another finger. She was down to three and could no longer tie her traveling cloak properly. It now hung trailing to the side dragging in the dirt. Traveling at night, the girl stumbled on her skewed cloak and hit her head, losing consciousness. When she regained her senses, she found her fall had unearthed some turnips in the dirt. She ate them hastily, and only once they were all gone did she realize that she had not saved any for Turnip Man. Snatching Turnip Man to apologize, the girl accidentally knocked his straw hat off, burying it in the dirt. She reached out to get it back, but something was struggling up through the soil. It was her finger! It immediately reattached itself to her hand. In the morning, the girl decided she would travel by sunlight again. Turnip Man looked odd without his hat, but the girl picked him up and kept walking. That night, when she began to settle down, whether by accident or purpose, somehow the girl stumbled and split the Turnip Man in half. Eyes welling with fear, the girl hesitated, then tentatively dug a hole and placed the broken piece in the bottom. She smoothed the dirt over with one fingered hand, and as soon as the broken piece was covered, two fingers popped up and rejoined her hand. The turnip man was a sorry sight to see now. Broken, chewed on, covered in dirt, his limbs busted off. He was just a shriveled root. In the light of dawn, the girl saw the city ahead. It lay just past the bridge, crossing a river. The girl felt renewed at the sight and raced toward the gates. She had crossed halfway across the bridge when it crumbled, tossing her to the side. Her hands grasped at dirt and broken rope, but she could not get a hold, if only she had her two remaining fingers. Her mind raced with what she could offer, and seeing the black lace on her hand, she ripped it off and stuffed it into the soil. Her two fingers emerged, joined her hand, and she was able to pull herself up to the other side. Covered in dirt, the girl stood before the city gates, breathing heavily. Out of the corner of her eye, she saw the same old man with his donkey out front. The girl fed the donkey the remains of Turnip Man and entered the city.